you. Please have a seat. Um, my colleagues at Planet K2 will uh, attest to the fact that I don't do emotion very much. And, uh, right. Okay. Uh, so I'm just composing myself after that. So thank you very much for that. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was an extraordinary opening for us. And, okay. uh, thank you. Um, just a, a great way to set the tone from a performance perspective mm -hmm. and, and appreciate the insight. And um, I, I, I wish people could have seen you getting ready for in the last 10 minutes, sitting in your seat in the corner. I just wonder whether you could tell us a little bit about what you were, what you were doing there as you were sort of you know, getting yourself ready. Well, I suppose um, what's uh, interesting about that speech and the play, I suppose, is that without the context of the whole play, um, it's very hard to, well, it's a challenge to create a space whereby the audience can be involved in the, in the journey that's led to this point, but at the same time, it's this moment right now in this room with these people. Um, so, so, it's, so it's trying to sort of um, marry those two things together in terms of the context, the space, the people, a man and his dilemma beginning, the end, and so it's being able to sort of marry all those elements together to be able to do, serve the piece um, and, and do it justice. Okay. So, so, that, so as, you, as you're getting ready, is, is a lot of that going through your head? In terms yeah, of I suppose. I mean, what's interesting about that speech is that in a way it's the first departure we have from action in the play. I mean, you, you have a couple of soliloquies before that, but they're very much in the context of what's going on. And then suddenly we get a supernatural thing that happens mm -hmm. that we have to believe. And the only way you believe that is through the performer. So in that moment, I have to engage you with the fact that I can see something that you can't see. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that's quite... Um, a sort of a, a incredible thing to do, but that's the sort of power of um, performance, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I know when we were talking a, a ahead of today as well, you said with with some of the live performances, you, you're trying to get a sense of stopping the air. For, for yeah, the and, and I wonder if you could say a little bit more <laughs> about that. Very that, grand that, and bold well, statement. Well, yeah, and the, but that, that, was, that, that created such a strong picture. You've got you've got an image of success that you were trying to. And I, and I wonder yeah. how many how that works for you, or whether you've got other things as well that are equally that you, that you know you're trying to achieve, which helps you step into your performance with an yeah. end result in mind. Yeah, I suppose. Um, I mean, in my head, literally, I am trying to stop the. I'm trying to stop time. I'm trying to stop everything because. It's only when you stop that you get people's attention. Of course, you can get people's attention by shouting, but it's not quite as effective. Um, <laughs> there is, um, I, I had to do something outside um, recently, and, um, and, and, and I literally just had to bellow the first line. But then once you've bellowed the first line and you have people's attention, it's beholden upon you to then follow it with something that's more interesting than what you've just done. So. <laughs> So there is something about being able to, to have the confidence and the self-belief that when you do stop the air um, or, and you are creating the possibility for a completely new moment to, 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 to take place mm -hmm. following that. Um, and I suppose that's the only space in which you can create anything. 
Yeah, and, and, I'm, and I'm interested in, in your sort of reference point of you, you want to create belief in the audience. What, 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 what about what it took for you to create the belief in, in yourself myself. That, you, that you can do that? Well, I, the great thing about um, that speech, I suppose, in particular with Shakespeare, is that he understood um, how thoughts, you know, if you look at that speech, it starts off with a question, which is a brilliant way to, to, to because we don't know any more than the character knows. Mm -hmm what is real or what isn't real. So if you start with a question, you're asking other people's opinions. And so it instantly puts you in a position of wh where your doubt and your fear of being not believable um, are, are laid open. Um, that, the question allows that question to be in everybody's minds. Mm -hmm. So then it doesn't necessarily become a question of belief in yourself because you're just a person standing on a stage talking to a group of people. And I think that all soliloquies are actually conversations with the audience. They're not conversations in some sort of imaginary head because we don't talk to ourselves in life. Yeah. We talk to people even <coughs> if they're not present. Yeah. And, and so you're always... so. In your desire to change a target, this is Declan Donnellan now. <laughs> Declan Donnellan is a, a theatre director who, 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 who set up a company called Cheek by Jow. And his, he was a lawyer by, by, by trade and then became a theatre director. And he has this whole philosophy. I urge you to read his book. It's a very brilliant book on, on, on how to make actors more believable. And one of the things that he talked about was that in life, we are always trying to change a target that is outside of ourselves. Um, so nobody, we don't speak just for the sake of speaking. So in a soliloquy, what you're trying to do is to try and convince and engage um, people's opinions or view on, on, on your dilemma. Um, and so, and what you're imagining, as you're saying it, as I'm speaking to you right now, I'm imagining that you're going, okay, I think I understand what you mean, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, so I say something else to try and elicit more of a, I think, yeah, maybe I get that, but I'm not sure about the last thing you said. Okay, so I'll try this. And so the soliloquy then moves forward on the basis that you're trying to understand yourself, understand the moment, but through the eyes of another person. Yeah. Yeah. And similarly, in dialogue, you're trying to do that as well because you're, you're imagining that the target is moving yeah. and it, you're trying to make it still. And in Shakespeare, it's life and death. So if I don't get you to move still, yeah. then, or if I don't get you to agree with me, then, then, then you or one of us is going to die. Yeah, and I think a lot of people in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you didn't say that in quite some of the threatening tones you were using earlier. So right. I'd, I'd, I'd have felt much more uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I, I think people in here will recognise that the, you know, that that kind of the, the target that is outside of you and, and, and going after it, and you know whatever yeah. the skill is that you're looking to get hold of to sort of gain more control over that target is yeah. well an interesting reference. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the, the, the idea of stimulus being outside of yourself. I think he is illustrated it in this way, which was he'd ask you, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Mm -hmm. So I'm asking you, what did you have? First thing you did, you looked there. Yeah. You didn't sort of 
internally try and remember what you did, you looked outside of yourself. And so all of our stimulus comes from outside of ourselves because the imagination is outside of ourselves. It's not something that happens in your head. And the imagination is the, the, the source through which we, you know, the, the medium through which we, we, we sort of harness anything, really, you yeah. know, from, from small goals to, to large goals. And, um, uh, and, it's, and so it's, 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 it's so the belief, the, the onus of um, believing something isn't yours alone. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I, th I think it's, it's, it's fascinating having seen that performance there. And then you sit down and we see the showreel of you sort of, you know, in a different medium. And in my, in my lay understanding, I'm just thinking, well, you know, Danny rocks up for, you know, these film sort of scenes as well and does something very similar. Mm. Uh, what, what, what's, what's the performance arenas like? You know, because there's a deep interrogation going on there of kind of the, the you know, the, the, the script and, and how to bring it alive. Yeah. Which, which is fascinating to hear how you work with that. But, but does that work in the same way when you're on screen and you're on set? And, you know, do you take some of that skill and transfer it across into a new environment? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose my training was in the theatre. Um, and, and then, you know, over the course of some years, I tend to do more screen work now. And it's, it took me a while to, to understand it. You know, a lot of people say, oh, you just got to do it smaller because the, and I didn't understand what that <laughs> meant. Do I, does it mean I move my lips smaller? What, what, what does doing it smaller? Or that, that a lot of the performance is through your eyes. Um, and, and again, what does that actually mean? <laughs> um, so so there's, there's all sorts of things, red herrings, if you like, sort of leading up to that based on other people's understanding of what they do. Okay. Okay. So in order to, for, you, for me to f work out how I could perform effectively in that space, literally on a film set with loads of people, a camera. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not used to even trying to sort of appeal to an imaginary audience. Um, I usually have my audience right there and I can see them or at least feel them. Um, um, see them, at least feel them, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Um, sense, sense them, that's the one I'm trying to use. And um, so, so the thing that, 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 that I learned, took me a while to realise, was what, 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 what I have on stage that, 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 that I have sort of, you know, developed and that gives me my sense of um, place is spatial awareness. Okay. So I know what's behind me. I know what, that's the, 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 the you know, downstage, uh, upstage left. I know that this is center stage. I know that I know every, my space around me. I know that the audience are up there. I know that the lights are up there. I know where I am. And then I can create my um, sort of, you know, imaginary space within that. So on screen, what is my imaginary space? What, because, okay, you've got the set and you've got costumes, so, you know, that kind of does a lot of the job for you, but you've yeah. got this fuck-off big camera in front of you <laughs> and a load of people sort of fiddling around and doing all sorts of stuff. You can't stop the air yeah, in that yeah, space yeah. because it's a completely different thing. So how do you stop the air? Yeah. How do you create that whatever it is in front of a camera? And it was being able to understand that actually... That's my theatre. Right, okay. And the size of the shot is going to be my space, the parameters through which I'm going to be able to 
perform. So somebody said it brilliantly, if it's a wide shot um, that encompasses the whole room, then that's a theatre, that's a theatre space. So, you know, that's no different to performing on stage. If it's a mid shot, which is in between a wide and a close up, <laughs> and you are then it's this, it's to do with the relationship between people. Okay. So that's your space. Then it's between it's between us. So I can talk at this level and you can hear me. Mm -hmm. And as long as you can hear me, then I then, then we're good. I don't yeah. need to be moving my arms around or anything like that because it's actually a, this is what yeah. it's about. Yeah. And then if it's a close up. It's about what's happening internally. And that's what they meant by you just need to do less. Because actually, when you're sort of thinking and you're talking to somebody and you're, why is it going all through the eyes? That's your space. It's this. So it's just a question of that to that to that. And that understanding that meant that, oh, right, now I know, you know, I can, I'm, because I'm, always you're trying to serve the piece in whatever medium you're working in, be it radio, theatre, you know, film or t TV, it's, it's always you're trying to serve the piece and give what you can to make that piece um, do, it, do it justice, to serve it in the best way that you possibly yeah. can. Yeah, and I, you know, I, th I think the way you've articulated that and that kind of, you know, the where is the focus in my head and how am I communicating with the audience, I think, right. you know, I'm sure lots of people here can associate with the fact that their day of work may typically be like the, you know, the interfering people behind the camera who right. aren't really paying much attention to what's going yeah. on and you've got right. something pretty critical. They've got a job so, to do and you yeah. have as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and they're, they're hugely interested in themselves. Whereas, yeah. you know, how could they be? Yeah. Um, there's someone else who you should be looking at. Uh, what, what would you say is your, your current confidence levels between you know, shifting between theatre and screen? How, you know, is, is, is confidence the same in both now? Uh, or yeah, or I think it is actually. I mean, I suppose then it becomes about you know, enjoyment and... and, and uh, and and you don't really get the payoff from from uh, from a, a screen piece until you know whenever it's you know been fucked about with loads of other people yeah. you know I mean yeah. you know yeah. an editor and somebody once said you know you've got three three scripts if you like you've got the script you write the script you direct and then the script you edit and th th that process takes it you know, it can be complete, come something completely different to what, what, what it was originally yeah. conceived. How does that feel from you from a performance perspective when you've delivered a performance and you've got a vision of it and then it ends up looking different when it gets to the final edit? Trust. Okay. You have okay. to rely on trusting that the people who are working in all of those different departments know what they're doing and, uh, and, and, and that you're all working together. So, you know, at times, certainly, you know, in the... I, might, I will certainly have some creative control at the beginning, the middle, but not at the end. But then hopefully what you've done in both those first two bits has sort of will have carried through to, to the last bit. And the director is the one who's sort of overseeing that, yeah. if you like. So yeah. you, you have to trust them. If you don't trust them, then... You're, then, then you can't perform yeah. uh, to the best of your and, and, that, and that becomes a fascinating collaboration right yeah. there, just in terms of you know having the end picture in sight together, but you know as you start and then mm. playing your you're playing your part accordingly. Yeah. So yeah, no, no, that, that's interesting. It, it was it was making me think as well, in, you know, in terms of yeah, 
see, seeing you do the, 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 the soliloquy, th thinking about you having to work with that collaborative sense sort of on, on the screen. What, what have you learned about your own personality that allows you to be a performer who's able to do that and put yourself in the spotlight, but also be part of something where you're not central to everything that's going on? What, yeah. what, what, what have you learned about you in that time in your career? Um, that I'm... Uh, I'm it's, mm. That I don't trust Ignore easily. <laughs> I don't trust easily. Right, okay. um, but 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 once I do, I'm 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 in there wholeheartedly. Sometimes I have to fake it. Um, but but it's um, but you know, uh, everybody has the best intentions. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I think the first thing always with performance is how you overcome fear. Right. Okay. Um, because fear is is a driver, and 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 if if you sort of if you ignore it, it will beat you up, it yeah. will overtake yeah. you. Um, and if you channel it and harness it, then you can create and do amazing things. And, it's, and that's where the technical side comes in, I suppose. Um, so I've, uh, you know, I mean, even today, I was terrified of, <laughs> you know, doing this in front of, a, a, um, you know, a corporate sort yeah. of environment. You know, I'm not used to that. Um, so, so I have to sort of find ways. I have to be quite sort of meticulous, I suppose, in my head about how I um, just keep remembering that I'm here to serve the piece, and I and I believe that this is an amazing piece, yeah. and I believe that you know this cause is is a great one, and um, and and those are the sort of it's finding out what the drivers are for you in, yeah. as an individual, and those yeah. are drivers for me. And, and I, I think that's a big challenge with people, you know, because you, you've mentioned fear there as a great drive, where many people are kind of would, would want not to have the fear, yeah. ra rather than kind of going, it's part of me, it's who I am, I'm going to learn how to work with it, that's and right. going to become emotion agnostic, whatever the emotion is, I learn how to, how to, 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 to drive to, it to push through it and to yeah. use it. <coughs> yeah. And, it, how, where do you get the, the energy from to keep developing yourself? Do, you know, from a personality's perspective, where do you get your drive? There's a bit of fear in there, yeah. which is interesting. But is there it's anything else in terms of you, your ego? Or yeah, well, uh, it's it's an interesting one because also again, ego is another thing that can overtake, you know, and and misdirect what you're trying to do um, in the same way that fear can. Um, and and I I, I find that. Uh, that I can be in control of that by, you know, focusing on the cause and the peace, but also um, that, that that I feel I have a, you know, a, a greater desire to reach as many people as possible. I'm a storyteller. Mm -hmm. I see myself mm -hmm. as a storyteller. Um, that's a term I use more and more now, um, just so that it stops being about me, but more about serving um, a, a greater need, uh, yeah. a greater purpose. Um, and um, and having a voice, you know, um, in, in order to achieve those ends of, of reaching uh, people like myself and sort of telling the story of our lives. Um, yeah from the human to the political to the social, trying to, you know, um, do the best I can in, in, in being able to um, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's fascinating. I, I've, got, I've got about 50 other questions that I want to ask, but we're running out of time. <laughs> so I'll, 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 ask, I'll ask one last one for the benefits of, of the audience. You know, 
lots of us in, in sort of different environments, you know, actually have to get up and present to people. And yeah. I'm just wondering whether you've got any sort of tips, about, you know, <laughs> tips. To, in, ter in terms of, you know, generally captivating an audience, engaging, delivering the message, serving the, serving the serving story. The story you know, I just yeah. wonder if there's anything that you sort of would think is particularly yeah. relevant. Well, I mean, what I didn't have today was rehearsal. So, <laughs> <laughs> but luckily it's a piece that I performed in, in 2005. So, um, so, so that helps. <laughs> um, only, 30, only 13 years ago. Only 13 and, and, years and ago. And evidently Danny Boyle's favourite ever Macbeth. So yeah, right. But it's the the um, I suppose I so I would always aim for the cheap seats <laughs> because if you can lift your eyes up and speak to the people at the back, then everybody gets you, as opposed to just focusing on the front row. Um, that's probably and 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 and. See the, the, the audience as your friends, you know, I mean, I, it's a really hard thing to do because sometimes, you know, it, it's a very hostile environment, you know, particularly in the theatre, you know, where, you know, in this country, for example, we're not emotionally intelligent in the same way that the Americans are who will come to the theatre and already be sitting forward. Um, ready to receive whatever it is you in, in England we sort of sit like that come on then you know, you know come on come on and that's very hostile yeah. but if you see them as friends and lovers and 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 that you know we're gonna share something together then then that instantly puts you in a position where you can relax and be and be open and honest because that's what you want really if if you're delivering to a group of people is is you want to give them the best of yourself and and honesty and openness and love sort of you know generate that better than you know i'm going to you know, uh, conflict or yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah great you, you message. Con I mean. Confident enough to be able to be yourself, and I do hope that That's right. people in the audience, you know, their colleagues are slightly more, you know, charitable, and, and you are yeah. on the same team. And, yeah, yeah, and, exactly. And, and, and if not, there's a cultural piece of work to be done there straight right, away, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> uh, which is great. Look, da Danny, we come to the end of time. That thank is fantastic. You. So thank you very, very much. <laughs> <laughs>